I want to follow up on uh, Sonny Michel uh, and uh, ask you about not only his physical maturity, but his emotional maturity. Uh, It's been impressive uh, as an observer from from the outside to see how he's handled uh, this season thus far as a rookie, whether it's his successful games or the adversity he faced. And I was curious how much you've seen him grow in his time here, but also how consistent the maturity that, that we see on the outside uh, was with what you learned about him at Georgia and uh, you know, even going back to the offseason when you first came to the organization? Um, yes, I think that's, that's really been a strength of his. Um, he's obviously uh, had a lot of football experience and comes from a very good program. He's been in a lot of big games. Uh, he's been a lot of, uh, you know, critical football situations and he has a lot of poise and, and, um, has it has a good, even, um, manner about him in terms of learning, correcting mistakes, um, having urgency, but not, um, but in a balance where it doesn't take away from the execution and, and the focus of the assignment and, the and the way that things are, need to be done. So he, he does a really good job of all that, uh, has since he's been here, uh, coming in as the, as a first round pick with the expectations and so forth. Um, he's, he's really handled all that, uh, well, and is really focused on being a, a good teammate, um, doing a good, doing a good job, um, with, with what he has to do. And, um, he's been, he's been great for us. And to follow up, when it comes to correcting mistakes, is it uh, a characteristic uh, of a of a player uh, who improves quickly in the NFL that he doesn't have to be told uh, more than once or at least frequently about something? And is Sony one of those guys that that you know when you tell him once uh, that he learns from the mistake or uh, is able to at least carry out uh, what would you like to see him implement? Uh, yes. I think he he does a good job of that. Um, There's so many things, especially in the passing game, for a running back that that have to be learned um, protections and all the things that go with that to route running, um, and then I would say the multiple looks that we get defensively compared to um, what what colleges see. Uh, just the volume of fronts and who's a linebacker, who's a defensive back, and the leverage they have and the and the movement and so forth that comes with all that. So, um, you know, there, there's really a lot to learn, um, and but you know he's done a good job of it, and um, he's got a long way to go, but he he gets it quickly and processes it and, and understands it. And, and again, yeah, usually the next time um, he does it, that he's, you know, he's on it. So yeah, it's, he, he does a good job of that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Sure. Next question will be Doug Kine, followed by Mike Petragna. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Doug. Uh, since, Rex Burkhead can pretty evenly contribute, it seems like, in the passing game and running game. How valuable is the unpredictability he can bring to the offense? 
Well, I think the the big thing for every player on offense is just playing with consistency and you know, getting getting all eleven guys to to do the right thing, um, play after play. You know, we've had a lot of plays where that's been the case, and we've got a lot of areas where we're moving closer. But Rex has certainly shown the ability and the time he's been here to do that from an assignment standpoint. And um, as you mentioned, he's a versatile player that. Uh, can can be involved in all three, actually all four downs, um, with a with a high level of execution um, in the running game, the passing game, and the kicking game. So we we'll take as many of those guys as we can get. And I have uh, one other question. It seems like most offensive linemen with Trent Brown's body type are usually put at, I guess, right tackle or guard. So what allows him to play on the left side? Uh, well, Trent's very athletic, and he's a lot of times the on the left side of the line you face um, some very athletic players. Some have size, but a lot of them are maybe a little undersized relative to the, the, the guys on the right side, but their speed and athleticism um, be a little bit greater. Uh, so... He's able to, to match up with those guys um, you know, with his length and his, his athleticism, and then he has some advantages over there uh, with his size and his power. Uh, so he's, he's done a, he's a very unique player with his skill set. You know, his size is rare. Um, his athleticism is good, but when you combine it with his size, that, that's that's rare too. You don't you don't see guys that big playing uh, over there, and he's very gifted. Is there anything, uh, I guess, like Orlando Brown to the Trent game? Uh, well, he's he's actually maybe a little bigger than Orlando. Uh, Orlando had. He's talking about Orlando Senior or Orlando Junior. Orlando Senior. Yeah, Orlando Senior never played left tackle. He played right tackle uh, his whole career when I had him at Cleveland and then later on in his career in Baltimore and Cleveland. He was he was on the right side pretty exclusively. Um, I think he was more of a right tackle than a left tackle, but he was a very good one. And with his size and, and power, he was a good matchup on the right side to deal with the defensive players that had um, similar size and power over there, but he, he usually had a little bit more. Yeah, I, I see him a little bit different. I mean, they're both big and they're both good. Um, they both ain't brown. So. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right, next question, Mike Shagger, followed by Kevin Duffy. Uh, morning, Bill. Um, wanted to ask you about Adam Thielen. You're somebody who can certainly appreciate an undrafted college free agent. And he's worked his way up. And what do you see from him on film uh, that makes him, you know, a 6'3", such an exceptional receiver? Uh, pretty much everything. Uh, he, he does everything well. 
He's got good size. He can he can get to a lot of balls um, with his length. Has very good hands. He's quick for a, a taller player, and so his length um, and his, the radius that he can catch the ball in is is good. And he has the hands to extend and catch it. But for a, a taller guy, he's quick and he's able to create separation. So he's a tough matchup for a smaller corner in terms of size, and he's a tough matchup for a bigger corner in terms of the quickness that he has. He's also a good a good runner after the catch, so he can take a shorter pass and, and turn it into a sizable gain with his um, size and, and running ability uh, after the catch. So... He plays inside. He plays outside. Uh, he's, they they move him around. Uh, all the receivers move around, but a different, little different than Diggs. But they're both they complement each other well, and they're you know then we put Rudolph in there with them. I mean, there's there's a lot of problems. They create a lot of problems in the passing game, and they create a lot of problems in the running game. Uh, which I would say is another thing he does well. He's got good size, and he can cover up uh, defenders with his big frame um, and great mismatches in the running game, too, for the, for the backs. So, yeah, he, he creates a lot of issues. And real quick, Bill, if I could follow up. Um, you mentioned Diggs. I'm curious if, if when you're scouting a team and their offensive weaponry, if you – um, scout both the individual player of Thielen and Diggs, and then you scout them together in terms of what they can do in, in, in tandem. If that's a part of your, you know, preparation. Uh, well, sure it is. Yeah, they're they're usually on the field at the same time. Um, so a lot of times they're on the field with a third receiver, uh, but. If there are only two receivers on the field, it's usually those two, um, and they create a lot of problems for you. They're, they make they make a lot of big plays. They make a lot of big plays down the field, which is which is a problem. But then they make a lot of intermediate and um, catch and run plays, especially Diggs. He's he's very good with the ball in his hands. And then you know when you get to third down and red area, you know the critical possession and scoring situation plays um they you know that's a problem too so you know that's it's a very good group offensively with, with a very good quarterback who's a great thrower and and uh, a very athletic player that can not that he runs a lot but he can run when he run when he needs to he can extend plays and and then he can he can make big plays. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they cause you a lot of problems. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, next question would be Kevin Duffy, followed by Phil Perry. Bill, you guys had three running plays that went for longer than 25 yards against the Jets. Just wondering what some of the keys to those plays are beyond the obvious and what you thought of some of the blocking at the second level in Sunday's game. Uh, 
well, the, you know, I think Josh, Josh did a good job, and the offensive staff did a good job of the play calling and the design. Um, we had good chances on those plays. Um, the execution was was good. Uh, you know, I thought our our guards and tackles um, did a good job with some double team blocks, and some of those are the strong side, some of them were the weak side. But uh, Trent and Marcus um, did a good job. Our pullers, the guards, uh, Joe and and Shaq did a good job. Rob is usually doesn't get much help out there, and so his blocks are always tough blocks against defensive ends um, who sometimes stay where they are and sometimes they move, so that's that's tough for a tight end to, to block in space like that to knock a guy off the ball, but he could also be stunning inside or running upfield, so it's sometimes hard to hit those targets, but Rob does a good job of that and um, good running, and we had some some blocking at the second level. Um, you know, we're out in space. I mean, hopefully those plays can you know, could could gain even more yardage. Um, you know, if we could get by the last guy, you know, a couple times, kind of the last guy got us. We didn't could have maybe, you know, made made a few more made more yards on some of those plays. But to get to the point we got to was it's you know again team offense, it's just, you can't, not one guy, um, you, know, you have to block a lot of people to get the backs in that kind of space, and backs have to read it properly, and, and then be able to do a little something on their own um, when they get out there, which which James and, and uh, Sony did. So. Do you Good view team. those players? Go ahead. Sorry? Uh, do you view those plays as sort of like an added bonus, I and mean, I'm sure you don't go into the game thinking that you're going to have multiple runs of 30 yards. Uh, well, no, it, it, it's hard to count on that. Yeah, it's hard to count on that when you hand the ball off to think you're going to gain 30 yards on, on a play. But I think if you can get your backs into space and you have good backs, that they can turn – eight-yard plays in the 30-yard plays or 10-yard plays in the 30-yard plays. So I think you, you think that, you know, you have a chance at that every week. Of, you know, that happening a couple times. Um, but that's the, I'd say that's the trick is to be able to get those guys uh, some space where they can, where they can operate. And then, and if everybody's, is, executing their assignment and you're getting blocking from your receivers and um, and the backs are doing a good job of setting up those blocks and, and making plays, making yards of the ball in their hands, then and, and you have a chance for explosive plays. Thanks, Bill. Sure. You're welcome. And last question for Coach will be Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Bill. Um, you mentioned in, in – um, discussing Thielen a little bit earlier that his size uh, is really an issue. And I know he, he plays inside and outside for them, but I'm wondering um, just how how significant a challenge is it when there's somebody who, who does play on the inside with that kind of size? I don't know if there are more of those guys in the league. I think of, um, you know, Smith-Schuster, I guess, is, is maybe a little bit similar in Pittsburgh and how difficult it is to 
to stick with those guys in coverage when you have basically the whole field to work with and you know you have to be able to cover that ground but you also have to have some size to be able to to effectively cover them as well yeah and and hold up in the running game um so that that's right yeah they're they're a tough matchup uh, he's a very tough matchup in there uh, as i said uh a quicker faster guy could have size issues and a bigger player that doesn't have his speed or quickness you know has those issues and uh, plus he's a he's a good route runner too he's i mean even if you had the right size matchup just his quickness and his technique uh and route running are are very good so um it's yeah it's unusual to see guys um you know, six, whatever he is, six, two and a half, six, three, uh, in there that can do that, uh, as well as he can, uh, and also go outside. And I mean, he's made plenty of plays on the perimeter too. So, you know, the challenges of the vertical routes. And then, as you said, when you get him inside, he's got the ability to go inside or outside or across, uh, you just have a lot of space to defend. So it's, uh, it is, it's a tough matchup. That's the same thing with, um, Rudolph. Uh, who's an even bigger player uh, with more size, similar speed, and that same kind of space in the middle to operate. Uh, that's he's he's a problem in there too. So it's, they had to have a lot of weapons. <clears throat> 